Chapter Fifty Five of the Count of Monte Cristo by Alexandre Dumas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Fifty Five Major Cavalcanti. Both the Count and Baptistin had told the truth when they announced to Morcerf the proposed visit of the Major, which had served Monte Cristo as a pretext for declining Albert's invitation. Seven o'clock had just struck and Monsieur Bertuccio, according to the command which had been given him, had two hours before left for Auteuil, when a cab stopped at the door, and after depositing its occupant at the gate, immediately hurried away, as if ashamed of its employment. The visitor was about fifty-two years of age, dressed in one of the green surtouts, ornamented with black frogs, which have so long maintained their popularity all over Europe. He wore trousers of blue cloth, boots tolerably clean but not of the brightest polish and a little too thick in the soles buckskin gloves a hat somewhat resembling in shape those usually worn by the gendarme and a black cravat striped with white which if the proprietor had not worn it of his own free will might have passed for a halter so much did it resemble one such was the picturesque costume of the person who rang at the gate and demanded if it was not at number thirty in the avenue de champs-elysees that the count of monte cristo lived and who being answered by the porter in the affirmative entered closed the gate after him and began to ascend the steps the small and angular head of this man his white hair and thick grey moustache caused him to be easily recognized by baptistin who had received an exact description of the expected visitor and who was awaiting him in the hall therefore scarcely had the stranger time to pronounce his name before the count was apprised of his arrival he was ushered into a simple and elegant drawing-room and the count rose to meet him with a smiling air ah my dear sir you are most welcome i was expecting you indeed said the italian was your excellency then aware of my visit yes i had been told that i should see you to-day at seven o'clock then you have received full information concerning my arrival of course ah, so much the better i fear this little precaution might have been forgotten what precaution that of informing you beforehand of my coming oh no it has not but you are sure you are not mistaken very sure it really was i whom your excellency expected at seven o'clock this evening i will prove it to you beyond a doubt oh never mind that said the italian it is not worth the trouble yes yes said monte cristo his visitor appeared slightly uneasy let me see said the count are you not the marquis bartolomeo cavalcanti bartolomeo cavalcanti joyfully replied the italian yes i am really he ex-major in the austrian service was i a major timidly asked the old soldier yes said monte cristo you were a major this is the title the french give to the post which you filled in italy very good said the major i do not demand more you understand your visit here to-day is not of your own suggestion is it said monte cristo no certainly not you were sent by some other person 
yes by the excellent abbe busoni exactly so said the delighted major and you have a letter yes there it is give it to me then and monte cristo took the letter which he opened and read the major looked at the count with his large staring eyes and then took a survey of the apartment but his gaze almost immediately reverted to the proprietor of the room yes yes i see major cavalcanti a worthy patrician of lucca a descendant of the cavalcanti of florence continued monte cristo reading aloud possessing an income of half a million monte cristo raised his eyes from the paper and bowed half a million said he magnificent half a million is it said the major yes in so many words and it must be so for the abbe knows correctly the amount of all the largest fortunes in europe be it half a million then but on my word of honour i had no idea that it was so much because you are robbed by your steward you must make some reformation in that quarter you have opened my eyes said the italian gravely i will show the gentleman the door monte cristo resumed the perusal of the letter and who only needs one thing more to make him happy yes indeed but one said the major with a sigh which is to recover a lost and adored son a lost and adored son stolen away in his infancy either by an enemy of his noble family or by the gypsies at the age of five years said the major with a deep sigh and raising his eye to heaven unhappy father said monte cristo the count continued i have given him renewed life and hope in the assurance that you have the power of restoring the son whom he has vainly sought for fifteen years the major looked at the count with an indescribable expression of anxiety i have the power of so doing said monte cristo the major recovered his self-possession so then said he the letter was true to the end did you doubt it my dear monsieur bartolomeo no indeed certainly not a good man a man holding religious office as does the abbe busoni could not condescend to deceive or play of a joke but your excellency has not read it all ah true said monte cristo there is a postscript yes yes repeated the major yes there there is a postscript in order to save major cavalcanti the trouble of drawing on his banker i sent him a draft for two thousand francs to defray his travelling expenses and credit on you for the further sum of forty-eight thousand francs which you still owe me the major awaited the conclusion of the postscript apparently with great anxiety very good said the count he said very good muttered the major then sir replied he then what asked monte cristo then the postscript well what of the postscript then the postscript is as favorably received by you as the rest of the letter certainly the abbe busoni and myself have a small account open between us 
i do not remember if it is exactly forty-eight thousand francs which i am still owing him but i dare say we shall not dispute the difference you attach great importance then to this postscript my dear monsieur cavalcanti i must explain to you said the major that fully confiding in the signature of the abbe busoni i had not provided myself with any other funds so that if this resource had failed me i should have found myself very unpleasantly situated in paris is it possible that a man of your standing should be embarrassed anywhere said monte cristo why really i know no one said the major but then you yourself are known to others yes i am known so that proceed my dear monsieur cavalcanti so that you will remit to me these forty-eight thousand francs certainly at your first request the major's eyes dilated with pleasing astonishment but sit down said monte cristo i really do not know what i have been thinking of i have positively kept you standing for the last quarter of an hour don't mention it the major drew an armchair towards him and proceeded to seat himself now said the count what will you take a glass of port sherry or alicante alicante if you please it is my favorite wine i have some that is very good you will take a biscuit with it will you not yes i will take a biscuit as you are so obliging monte cristo rang baptistin appeared the count advanced to meet him well said he in a low voice the young man is here said the valet de chambre in the same tone into what room did you take him into the blue drawing-room according to your excellency's orders that's right now bring the alicante and some biscuits baptistin left the room really said the major i am quite ashamed of the trouble i am giving you pray don't mention such a thing said the count baptistin re-entered with glasses wine and biscuits the count filled one glass but in the other he only poured a few drops of the ruby-coloured liquid the bottle was covered with spiders webs and all the other signs which indicate the age of wine more truly than do wrinkles on a man's face the major made a wise choice he took the full glass and a biscuit the count told baptistin to leave the plate within reach of his guest who began by sipping the alicante with an expression of great satisfaction and then delicately steeped his biscuit in the wine so sir you lived at lucca did you you were rich noble held in great esteem had all that could render a man happy all said the major hastily swallowing his biscuit positively all and yet there was one thing wanting in order to complete your happiness only one thing said the italian and that one thing your lost child ah said the major taking a second biscuit that consummation of my happiness was indeed wanting the worthy major raised his eyes to heaven and sighed let me hear then said the count who this deeply regretted son was for i always understood you were a bachelor that was the general opinion sir 
said the major and i yes replied the count and you confirmed the report a youthful indiscretion i suppose which you were anxious to conceal from the world at large the major recovered himself and resumed his usual calm manner at the same time casting his eyes down either to give himself time to compose his countenance or to assist his imagination all the while giving an under look at the count the protracted smile on whose lips still announced the same polite curiosity yes said the major i did wish this fault to be hidden from every eye not on your own account surely replied monte cristo for a man is above that sort of thing oh no certainly not on my own account said the major with a smile and a shake of the head but for the sake of the mother said the count yes for the mother's sake his poor mother cried the major taking a third biscuit take some more wine my dear cavalcanti said the count pouring out for him a second glass of alicante your emotion has quite overcome you his poor mother murmured the major trying to get the lacrimal gland in operation so as to moisten the corner of his eye with a false tear she belonged to one of the first families in italy i think did she not she was of a noble family of fiesole count and her name was do you desire to know her name oh said monte cristo it would be quite superfluous for you to tell me for i already know it the count knows everything said the italian bowing oliva corsinari was it not oliva corsinari a marchioness a marchioness and you married her at last notwithstanding the opposition of her family yes that was the way it ended and you have doubtless brought all your papers with you said monte cristo what papers the certificate of your marriage with oliva corsinari and the register of your child's birth the register of my child's birth the register of the birth of andrea cavalcanti of your son is not his name andrea i believe so said the major what you believe so i dare not positively assert it as he has been lost for so long a time well then said monte cristo you have all the documents with you your excellency i regret to say that not knowing it was necessary to come provided with these papers i neglected to bring them that is unfortunate returned monte cristo were they then so necessary they were indispensable the major passed his hand across his brow ah perbacco indispensable were they certainly certainly they were supposing there were to be doubts raised as to the validity of your marriage or the legitimacy of your child true said the major there might be doubts raised in that case your son would be very unpleasantly situated it would be fatal to his interests it might cause him to fail in some desirable matrimonial alliance 
oh peccato you must know that in france they are very particular on these points it is not sufficient as in italy to go to the priest and say we love each other and want you to marry us marriage is a civil affair in france and in order to marry in an orthodox manner you must have papers which undeniably establish your identity that is the misfortune you see i have not these necessary papers fortunately i have them though said monte cristo you yes you have them i have them ah indeed said the major who seeing the object of his journey frustrated by the absence of the papers feared also that his forgetfulness might give rise to some difficulty concerning the forty-eight thousand francs ah indeed that is a fortunate circumstance yes that really is lucky for it never occurred to me to bring them i do not at all wonder at it one cannot think of everything but happily the abbe busoni thought for you he is an excellent person he is extremely prudent and thoughtful he is an admirable man said the major and he sent them to you here they are the major clasped his hands in token of admiration you married oliva cassinari in the church of san paolo del monte catini here is the priest's certificate yes indeed there it is truly said the italian looking on with astonishment and here is andrea cavalcanti's baptismal register given by the curate of saravezza all quite correct take these documents then they do not concern me you will give them to your son who will of course take great care of them i should think so indeed if he were to lose them well and if he were to lose them said monte cristo in that case replied the major it would be necessary to write to the curate for duplicates and it would be some time before they could be obtained it would be a difficult matter to arrange said monte cristo almost an impossibility replied the major i am very glad to see that you understand the value of these papers i regard them as invaluable now said monte cristo as to the mother of the young man as to the mother of the young man repeated the italian with anxiety as regards the marchesa cosinari really said the major difficulties seem to thicken upon us will she be wanted in any way no sir replied monte cristo besides has she not ye yes sir said the major she has paid the last debt of nature alas yes returned the italian i knew that said monte cristo she has been dead these ten years and i am still mourning her loss exclaimed the major drawing from his pocket a checked handkerchief and alternately wiping first the left and then the right eye what would you have said monte cristo we are all mortal now you understand 
my dear monsieur cavalcanti that it is useless for you to tell people in france that you have been separated from your son for fifteen years stories of gypsies who steal children are not at all in vogue in this part of the world and would not be believed you sent him for his education to a college in one of the provinces and now you wish him to complete his education in the parisian world that is the reason which has induced you to leave viareggio where you have lived since the death of your wife that will be sufficient you think so certainly very well then if they should hear of the separation ah yes what could i say that an unfaithful tutor bought over by the enemies of your family by the cosinari precisely had stolen away this child in order that your name might become extinct that is reasonable since he is an only son well now that all is arranged do not let these newly awakened remembrances be forgotten you have doubtless already guessed that i was preparing a surprise for you an agreeable one asked the italian ah i see the eye of a father is no more to be deceived than his heart hum said the major someone has told you the secret or perhaps you guessed that he was here that who was here your child your son your andrea i did guess it replied the major with the greatest possible coolness then he is here he is said monte cristo when the valet de chambre came in just now he told me of his arrival how oh, very well very well said the major clutching the buttons of his coat at each exclamation my dear sir said monte cristo i understand your emotion you must have time to recover yourself i will in the meantime go and prepare the young man for this much desired interview for i presume that he is not less impatient for it than yourself i should quite imagine that to be the case said cavalcanti well in a quarter of an hour he shall be with you you will bring him then you carry your goodness so far as even to present him to me yourself no i do not wish to come between a father and son your interview will be private but do not be uneasy even if the powerful voice of nature should be silent you cannot well mistake him he will enter by this door he is a fine young man of fair complexion a little too fair perhaps pleasing in manners but you will see and judge for yourself by the way said the major you know i have only the two thousand francs which the abbe busoni sent me this sum i have expended upon travelling expenses and and you want money that is a matter of course my dear monsieur cavalcanti well here are eight thousand francs on account the major's eyes sparkled brilliantly it is forty thousand francs which i now owe you said monte cristo 
does your excellency wish for a receipt said the major at the same time slipping the money into the inner pocket of his coat for what said the count i thought you might want it to show the abbe busoni well when you receive the remaining forty thousand you shall give me a receipt in full between honest men such excessive precaution is i think quite unnecessary yes so it is between perfectly upright people one word more said monte cristo say on you will permit me to make one remark certainly pray do so then i should advise you to leave off wearing that style of dress indeed said the major regarding himself with an air of complete satisfaction yes it may be worn at via regio but that costume however elegant in itself has long been out of fashion in paris that's unfortunate oh if you really are attached to your old mode of dress you can easily resume it when you leave paris but what shall i wear what you find in your trunks in my trunks i have but one portmanteau i dare say you have nothing else with you what is the use of boring oneself with so many things besides an old soldier always likes to march with as little baggage as possible that is just the case precisely so but you are a man of foresight and prudence therefore you sent your luggage on before you it has arrived at the hotel des princes rue de richelieu it is there you are to take up your quarters then in those trunks i presume you have given orders to your valet de chambre to put in all you are likely to need your plain clothes and your uniform on grand occasions you must wear your uniform that will look very well do not forget your crosses they still laugh at them in france and yet always wear them for all that very well very well said the major who was in ecstasy at the attention paid him by the count now said monte cristo that you have fortified yourself against all painful excitement prepare yourself my dear monsieur cavalcanti to meet your lost son andrea saying which monte cristo bowed and disappeared behind the tapestry leaving the major fascinated beyond expression with the delightful reception which he had received at the hands of the count end of chapter 55